On today's episode of Solana Made Easy, we covered OpenSea's launchpad with the Zunis Mint, the first Solana-based launchpad on OpenSea, as well as the first project to launch on OpenSea from any of their blockchain launchpads. There was a lot of discussion around it not currently having a high sellout rate and a lot of the items on the collection moving slowly. There was some watch trading initially that looked like massive buys over the floor before listing those under what they paid, causing concern from the community. The rest of the conversation on today's show covered the drama around DGen Town, a DGen mint that was pushed heavily by Magic Eden, marketed through their team, and now is looking rather bleak. A team member was let go from the project. There's a lot of drama on who's actually back in the project, who KYC'd, and what the future of DGen Town holds. To hear about all of this, listen through to the episode or catch it live Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. What is going on, Solana ecosystem? Back again for another episode of Solana Made Easy. Your Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Solana Market and Trade Talk. As always, appreciate all the frequent speakers. If you have a trade, have some wins, have some losses, got an opinion on any of the research that we're covering today or any of the days, please request to speak. We love new voices, love hot takes. You're welcome and eager to share them. No P.O. today. He's uh, too snobby for us, chilling at Christie's at some event. Good for him. He likes to uh, emphasize his fine art abilities. But hey, we got Benny. Benny, thanks for co-hosting. I appreciate it a ton. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me, Easy. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Just Can't moved complain. into my new place. Ooh, let's go. That's what we love to hear, man. Making changes, making moves, even in the bear. I know you had a, a long trip up there. Glad to see you back on the timeline, staying active. Running man, I know I woke you up from your slumber. How are you? That's a good easy. All right. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 got, you caught me on one of them legendary um, running man naps. Um, it's probably probably re- reflective of the start of the market today. Um, I was going to trade Zoonies. And um, sort of like... Um, that's sort of like floated around. Um, I did mint one and um, just just really kick on, you know, to see if you know to see if I could roll anything rare, basically. Um, but um, yeah, happy to get into it. Benny, I see Benny's moved. Um, he's eating. So some somebody's eating in the bear market. Someone's so, yeah. making the best of it, using the time as wisely as they can. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, happy to get into it. Yeah, I, I can also see Solana sweeper um, in the. On the on the um, on the pa- ca- ca- uh, on the panel, um, uh, interested to see um, how he feels about bears because he's currently a Night Rivers his own personal therapist on Twitter. He sort of like sort of like filters the food until it hits night like. So um, yeah, happy to happy to see what he's going to say about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely that's much to cover today. We got Zunis potentially not selling out. We had a nice AMA. I guess that's probably the kindest way to put it this morning. It was a little difficult to understand really what the value add was, and we're seeing that reflect in the floor price. I think it was pretty funny. I guess you could call it funny. Watching the wash trading take place for the first two sales being triple digit, trying to really set the precedent. It's like the worst attempt at wash trading ever, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> wallet from someone. Like, just ask, ask someone in the community at that point. Like, yeah, yeah, something real strange. Like, I mean, I, I know they tried to drive the sales through OpenSea as well. I think, um, yeah, it seemed like it seemed like at the start they was trying to put 
pushed the sales for open. So it was, you know, it was pretty much a failed attempt as well. Um, so, yeah, but um, they just seem to be like floating around. I mean, that's 2.7, 2.45 now. I'm not sure. How many is minted now, is it? I'd have to look. Them. I think it's still sub 3K. I'll take a look here in a moment. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's still under 50% before the public list mint. And I'm like 95% sure that they oversubscribed the whitelist. Yeah, 2847 right now. And the third phase Zune potion, I hate the names, has some, and then public's in two hours. So we'll yeah. see what picks up there. I mean, dude, this is this is bad. Like, Alex has been tweeting about it all day. Is OpenSea going to pull out the $700,000 broom to take care of this? We'll see. I don't know how yeah. I feel about it. We got a few oh. other things to cover here too, man. I'm excited, Running Man. I know you brought it up. HGE's comments on the staking and the staking functionality or lack of on the Bears' current website. There were some very strong opinions on proper communication. Does the Bear page not tweet enough about current situations? I think that's, a, that's an interesting dialogue I'm excited to kind of have today too. And then, of course, I do want to kind of talk, if we have some time, on the Microsoft and Minecraft stopping of the NFT world's metaverse. I'm not too sure how many people saw that news today, but it, it provides an interesting situation here for projects that are reliant on other marketplaces and other functionality, other third parties for their business model. I know we have a bunch of hands. I want to start with Nugget and Manny. Nugget, what's going on? Oh, man. He's stuck in Soul Crash, I'm sure. Chilling. What's happening? Yeah, I suggest OpenSea just mints out the remaining of this collection. Dude, what a bad way to start off your launch pad with an absolute flopper. Just mint out the rest of the collection for 2.5. Take it as a 700K, like marketing loss is what I recommend OpenSea does. And if they do, I mean, just follow the mint counter. You can't bot the mint counter. I'm going to get try to get stuck in possible wash trading. I wouldn't let it out because it would be smart to have a successful first launch. It's like almost desperate to have a successful first launch. Like it's a massive thing. That's the goal for every project, obviously. And to struggle like this, especially on an overallocation for something that's the first market, it's it's not a good look, in my opinion. And then immediately to the wash trading puts a giant red flag on this. I think that I'm pretty worried about those optics and how quickly individuals saw and found those wallets. I think it was like the first six or seven sales were a brand new, recently funded wallet. That made massive overfloor buys. So it's, it's just a lot of ugly things to see. Let's try this again, though. Nugget, what's going on? Bro, you're killing me. Oh, Nugget, my God. Nugget's down bad. <laughs> or, he's, or, he's up oh. real, or he's up real nice. <laughs> Dude sold his mic after getting liquidated on Crash, I'm sure. <laughs> Sweeper, what's happening? Hey, guys. Yeah, no, I think... Um... I would actually advise Solana, uh, OpenSea to get an advisor on Solana NFTs because I think they just really, it seems like they just don't know what they're going, they're doing or they just don't care. It's one or the other. I mean, if I was them, I would 100% spend, you know, a mil, two mil, buying, uh, minting the collection out and then wash trading it to Kingdom Come. I mean, just, I would... It's super, you don't even have to make, you can make it very unobvious. You can go out and buy like a thousand wallets or you can fund a thousand wallets. They've had months to go out and do this and they could have been buying all these other NFTs like slowly and then just go out and mint all these uh, NFTs and have like a great, you know, unique users. And then you have always have like a bid and they can cover six, seven, eight, ten soul. I don't know. 
what's going on there. I don't know if they take it seriously or just this has just been an epic uh, misfire. I'm going to be honest. I'm probably going to mint. Just, you know, I've seen things like this happen and they just they do what I'm saying and they're going to wash trade this up. So we will see. I think I've um, tweeted at them. I tweeted at the founder. I said, you know, I'm being credited with this huge um, mint out on uh, DJ and CoinFlip. So I'm going to use the FUD against me to talk to OpenSea directly. Um, I might have to hit out some of their investors and talk to them see, to get to the guy, uh, the founder, and just be like, hey, man, if you want me to run your Solana division, I'll do it. Just I think whoever's doing it right now is doing a very bad job. And I'll, you know, I'll even hire, um, it seems Shillin is hireable, so I'll hire him. And then undefeated team. Literally undefeated. It's tough to fade that. It's funny you bring up wash trading considering your allegiance and strong support for DCF and some people thinking that some of those flips could be in that same bucket. So you may have some experience with it, Sweeper. Uh, but I think it's a great kind of pivot here. You've made, you've made your hand, you made your argument running with the FUD and man, FUD sells. We've seen it time and time again. Manny, what's going on? Yeah, I just had a comment about the Microsoft thing and the NFT Worlds project. Like, it was just copy pasted custom maps from Minecraft. Like the, it's a miracle that they made as much money as they did. Like they tokenized something that an eight year old does regularly. I thought I actually kind of liked the idea behind it. I thought it was pretty cool, pretty like uh, ingenious way to leverage an existing tech here. And the bigger concern was like, dude, you're selling pre-existing Minecraft servers for 40 grand. And they're struggling to even get signups for new Minecraft users. So I think there was a little bit of a, a rev complaint there because those user bases were going to an opposite kind of area. And we see it time and time again, man. These, these companies that need that revenue stream and that generation obviously don't want other projects and people making money off of their products to that extreme. So we'll dive back and circle back into this. I want to keep some of this conversation going around the wash trading and Zunis and hear a few more thoughts on it. Cody. How you feeling about everything? So obviously Zoomies wasn't gonna sell out, right? Like I, I just don't even understand what the project was, right? So I don't have an opinion on it. I just thought that like OpenSea could have done a better job of like choosing who the first project was and they have no like clear communication with Soul if they thought, hey, Zoomies is our best option on our first go. It was crazy to get like a, an elevator pitch from them this morning. I still don't know what the project does. And I listened for like an hour. I heard roulette, a token staking in a 2D metaverse. The 2D metaverse was the most interesting piece. Cause like, if it's something like maple story could be kind of cool. If it's anything else, it'll most likely be God awful. We haven't seen ton of metaverse success so far. I did play around in portals yesterday. I was surprised at the developments that they've had since November but I still think we're so far out from mass adoption unless it's like a forced situation where you can only access something in there. I know I, I leveraged something like Decentraland to buy a piece of real-life clothing, and that was I, I felt terribly motion sick, and I was just using my computer. So I have no idea what the longer-term plan is for a lot of these projects on getting that mass adoption. And this is another one of those. Like Zunis couldn't really explain to me what the value add was, but I'm curious to hear a few more thoughts on it. Frisk, what's going on? So... Uh... There's a lot going on in the space today. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Today I feel like it's been a pretty bad day for NFTs. Just like everywhere I look, it's just fud everywhere. I don't know if it's just me who's noticing that. Like 
and there's so many topics to touch on. I'll try and keep it on Zoonies for now because no swing. We'll stay on Zoonies, but then I want to cover this Dgen Town situation a little bit. It looks like there's some heated drama picking up. Kirk's got a thread firing off. I have no idea what to expect. It takes to read that, but I will get into it while somebody else is talking. I'm sure. Chris, what? Let's hear what you're thinking. Yeah, so uh, I can talk a bit about this now. I was working with a project before who actually discovered Zunis and they helped them get connected to OpenSea when um, like they were developing the launchpad and stuff. And uh, at first I was really excited. I was really bullish when I first heard about that. I was like, oh, okay, OpenSea, you know, they're fucking filled with funding. Like these guys can push whatever they want. And especially after seeing the art today, I was like, wow, these guys can really push whatever they want. Jesus Christ, this looks like a fucking rag doll got run over by an SUV. And uh, they still can't. And it's really upsetting uh, because, like, I, I know that OpenSea just laid off, like, 20% of their staff. Rest in peace to the three people who now don't have jobs. And I think that it's really sad when you see the powerhouse of what is known to be, like, NFTs and, like, this, like what people think of and what they know that can't push a product that they're trying to tap into other spaces with. I actually agree with Sweeper on this. I think that they need to bring in more people from Solana. Uh, who do so, but I, I don't think they're going to. I just think that, like, they're not going to do it. They're holding them back so far. They very clearly don't have any intention to. And knowing the other, like, uh, mints that were supposed to come up for, like, OpenSea, like, I don't know what's happening after this. How are they going to instill any faith in it whatsoever uh, in regards to, like, showing they're part of the Solana ecosystem? I don't buy it, and I'm pretty bearish on it, and I'm not going to lie. The big thing here is like, wh- how do you bounce back from this without instilling faith? And dude, the wildest part was like, we're looking at an open sea launch pad that should be using every dollar they're getting from this first mint to market the hell out to Ethereum people. This should be on every email, every buy should be like, hey, this is ETH. Have you considered Solana? Like that's the way you force this in front of people. And you're going to get more traction if this sells out and does well. More projects are going to want to launch with you because now you're getting new funds into the space. Real quick, sorry, Easy, before we go on to the next person, I just want to say the other day they were holding an AMA with OpenSea, and your space literally had more listeners than them. I know, I know, listeners don't reflect like a ton of like like everything, and they're not like the final metric, but that's got to say something. Like, it is that really- a jab at me? No, are you, it's a, are you it's fighting? Swing it? Drop his ass, listener. <laughs> no, Frisk, I'm messing with you. 100. percent And th- dude, it was wild this morning when we brought that up. Like, hey, your your space hasn't done very well for live and concurrent users. And like, well, we got 2,700 listeners. And then they decided to be like, oh, and OpenSea has 1.3 million followers. How many does Magic Eden have? And it was like, where like where is this argument going? Like, this is out of left field. You're throwing shade, and then they just got absolutely slaughtered by numbers. But I did want to pass it over to i know i'm skipping a few hands i'm sorry but i want to, I want to have this ama a bunch he's had some strong opinions and then we're going to give nugget a third and final try yeah uh thanks appreciate you easy for participating in that ama i think we should have just rugged it 10 minutes in personally the guy sounded like he was having a heart attack when we asked what's your supply thank god there was another speaker up there although the other speaker like completely like was pretty much calling me a liar i'm like your whole engagement is bought like i'm looking at your like to retweet ratio you can't they, they just try to cheat the whole thing. I'm like, okay, it's not a giveaway, but you have 2,000 likes and 1,000 retweets. That doesn't actually exist. And then we're like, no, no we're, we're not botted. And I'm like, well, what community are you engaging with? Because I make my own tweets to check your engagement, and I don't get any of the Solana backers. So it must be Ethereum. 
But then I'm like, I'm in my Ethereum group chats and none of them are bagging it. So I'm like, who is buying your NFT? And I just felt like I was lied to the entire AMA. It was, dude, it was all over the place. Like, I don't know how we ended up in that situation where none of the answers made much sense. And my favorite one, though, was like, in short, was how they ended like a three paragraph answer. So clearly we were all out of touch on that. Nugget, third try. I hope you can do this. What's going on? Am I rugging? Oh, let's go. Okay, finally. It's because I think I don't know what happened. It was my headphones. But uh, first, I wanted to say that AMA, Alex, love you. You did nothing wrong. Easy. You did nothing wrong either. Their team is horrible. They had such a monotone voice. It was so boring to listen to. It was up there with Metaplex or whatever their project is called. It was boring to listen to. They had pathetic answers. They were, You had to ask the same question like three times to get somewhat of a definitive answer. That in itself made me bearish enough not to submit. And I butted them on my Twitter. But, yeah, we can talk about the mint all we want, but I've heard a lot of people's concerns about is this putting OpenSea in jeopardy in regards to Solana projects? Because, one, when the marketplace was open for people to make transactions on Solana, that was obviously screwed over. And now we're seeing the first ever Solana mint to come to OpenSea is being questioned if it's even going to sell out. Not going to say my opinion on whether it's going to sell out or not, but I do want to say I don't think this really affects OpenSea all that much. A lot of people are showing their anger towards the team, and that's completely understandable because for some reason the artist, the person who drew, drew these crappy little things, is answering a majority on top of the other person who sounded like he was drowning at the AMA. Uh, I don't know. The team is really just out of order, and I don't think this has anything to do with OpenSeas. And I know that OpenSeas had yet to sell to um, a variety of other projects, which actually did good not launching on there. So I do think so. The OpenSea still has a chance. This didn't really affect the record. Now, if you're going to make Zunis, I'm telling you, that's probably not the smartest idea. You might be able to luck out with a quick split, or if you want to play your bets on getting a letter to go straight ahead. But sorry, I keep getting notifications. But besides that, that's just my thought on it. Good takes. I mean, the gambling there in the instant reveal, I think the same thing that may get them a sellout if this can hold close to mint and rares continually to go above mint. But it doesn't look like there's even aggressive volume on it, which is a concern for me. Normally, you see a ton of volume on projects that are ramping into sellout. People might be waiting for Public 7. I don't know. I'm sticking away from it. going to stay away entirely. I wanted to pass it up to Benny. Benny, what's going on? I just wanted to say, like, respect to the average Solana user, I feel like we may be seeing, like, a more mature, like, buyer. Uh, there were two other projects that launched today. I think both of them cut supply. Uh, people are just making better decisions, I think, with their investments. I think so, too. I mean, it's clear there's liquidity in the market. There was a, a multi-million dollar raise yesterday on a 3K supply with double-digit mint cost. Like That alone shows that there's funds still sitting in Solana that are willing to back something that seems significantly more real and has provided a return. And for me, that's that's a very good sign. I think you are kind of right that the market is slowly maturing. We're starting to slowly pick our spots a little bit better. But I think we both know the next bull run where everything 2Xs, we're going to be back to buying garbage. It's just kind of how it happens. Dusky, what's going on? Hey, um, just wanted to say about the, the AMA. I agree with what was said. They really were all, all over the place. Um, and also the whole uh, Magic Eden angle I didn't get because Magic Eden is way more involved with the community than OpenSea is. OpenSea just seems to uh, develop things to get more cash 
and not address the things that are fucked up about the platform already. Um, so I definitely minted my my Sunnis because um, the FUD has been amazing. So I definitely think it's going to pump just like, uh, you know, learning from my mistakes of uh, paper handing uh, Primate. So uh, thanks, Alex, for pumping my bags. It's definitely going to happen. I already know. And uh, I'm just going to flip it. And then tomorrow we flip Sunny D. And we'll get to that, you know, that bridge when we when we get to it. But also, I wanted to uh, just slightly uh, mention this project I'm looking at uh, called Nifty Llamas. Seems to be like the best Bruh. thing around. No, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. I'm done. Bruh, not those. They've been in the Discord spamming like crazy. More power to them, but we're not getting into that. Glockness, what's going on? Hey, um, I just want to first start off by thanking Easy for upholding the bed and paying that off. Um, DC went below 10, despite everybody yesterday telling me I was crazy for saying that. But I also want to say the OpenSea like Zunis thing, I really think it was just a OpenSea fell victim to, we're going to slap the OpenSea name on this real quick, and all these ETH people are just going to ape in because we put our name on it, and they didn't advertise it, they didn't really do anything with it, and they're just sitting here like, oh, well, uh, what are we going to do now? And I think one of two things is about to play out. Either they're going to somehow min it out, and then there's going to be some like crazy wash trading to push volume, or they're going to cut supply, and then they're going to wash trade the shit out of it to push volume. So one of the two is going to happen. I just don't know which type of wash trading is going to happen yet. It's funny that we all like agree there's going to be more and consistent wash trading across the board here. So if that does happen, clearly there's going to be a massive push. We've seen it too. I think the the supply is the bigger bull case here. If they all of a sudden drop this to like a 4K, I think we'll see a quick flip back up to maybe a 2X on it. Can't guarantee it. Obviously not financial advice, but usually how uh, Solana moves, especially in those shorter time frames. Eddie, I think it's your first time speaking on Solana Made Easy. Welcome. What's up? What's up? Yeah, it's me, uh, your ETH exit liquidity. Um, I just kind of wanted to pop in for a sec. Um, so just to speak on kind of, I have some thoughts later for NFT worlds, but for Zunis and how, you know, we're approaching this from the ETH side of things. Um, again, of most people, like, I don't think anyone really cares, but, but that is also a good thing. Um, because this isn't amazing and nobody really cares. Like, I don't think no one, I like, I don't think any of our ETH friends or whatever have a bad taste in terms of like the open sea launch pad. Cause no one cares. Like we're, we're, if we're going to get into anything, uh, and care about the launch pad, we'll care about like, Oh, this good project that I really wanted to get. I couldn't because the minting process sucked or something like that. Um, not so much of this project is, you know, kind of lackluster and, we're disappointed because the, the price is under mint. Yeah. It's also like, Eddie, I guess I had a question for you too. You bring up the fact that like, it seems like we don't really care about open from our, like the soul side, I guess, since you do predominantly frequent the ETH market, was there any talk at all about Zunis? Uh, I only know of Zunis from everyone that I've spoken with in Solana. I haven't seen it mentioned a single place other than on Solana. That's such a bad look by OpenSea. Like that dude, how, what? You mentioned what? it. I was on with like 30 minutes ago, an hour ago with like D's, Sobe, like a bunch of huge ETH names. And I was like, just so you guys know, today's uh, the launch of uh, Solana's OpenSea marketplace and whatever, and silence. Like they're like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I have no idea what you're talking about. And these are some of the bigger names. So, yeah, That's no. so bad, bro. Like, I look at that and I think about just, like, the money that they get from this launch pad could have been used so effectively to drive way more traction back to the launch pad, making them more money. 
And it like it just seems like they didn't really care. And that was already after a delay too. Or shit, who knows? Maybe they say this is like a soft launch and then market the hell out of the next one. Running Man, what's up? Yeah, I mean, you've got to look at OpenSea's decision. I mean, Cody touched on it basically. To the project that they've launched as the first project on OpenSea Launchpad. I mean, it's pretty terrible, to be fair. I mean, you'd have thought they'd actually, like, dropped a project on that was actually, actually had some merit to it and, you know, had some, like, you know, decent de- depth, strength and depth to it, you know, in terms of PFP and utility. I mean, also as well, Benny Benny also said about, um, you know, the, the, you know, the market maturing to better projects today. That was in, that, that was on, you know, on speaker. And then we was talking about the share split on DJ and CoinFlip and he was like, you know, you're trying to compare these two you know, stocks and shares, and you know, we're all degens, we just ate. But, um, to be fair, no, it, it's, a, it's a free market, and you know, this is an asset class that actually has value and that rises and falls. And you know, we, you need to be comparing, you know, you need to be like scrutinizing your investments when you are actually buying and selling. So, yeah, the market needs, I mean, OpenSea. I don't think they're going to make it, to be fair. And I mean, as well, as Launchpad goes, I mean, but you've got like um, fruits launching on Bifrost. Now, I mean, that's a strange one to me for for Bifrost to pick fruits. You know, I'm sure, sure it's got some sort of that have launched a better project than that as the first project to launch on the Launchpad to, you know, to obviously get off to, off the ground floor. Just, I don't think there's many big brains in the space at the moment, um, to be fair. <laughs> it's it's uh it's tough to really have a say one way or another on on the big brainness or the smooth brainness of it all. I think both projects and both launch pads may have ran into a few things down market trying to pick the best one. Later than- Who knows if Bifrost felt some pressure with OpenSea Launchpad also dropping? I know that there was that delay originally there too. So both having delays could have caused this like immediate just run to try to get out whatever they could. I know I could be making up excuses for them, but just trying to play some devil's advocate on, on both sides here. I wanted to pass it down to Dusky. Dusky, what's going on? Oh, sorry. Uh, I forgot to to mention as well, we, we haven't talked about the fact that it's on the front page of OpenSea, and based on somebody going to jail over making profits from whatever goes on the front page, I would assume that that also has an effect on the price um, just for being posted on the front page but uh not a huge one but you know it's just it, it could probably cost some action no i didn't even consider that i'm sure that they're being a little bit more cautious on what they do and how they drive some of the marketing efforts and what information they share especially after that but no that's a that's a good point to consider as well cheerful what's going on hey hey sorry missed the the unmute button in the first place i just wanted to do a quick devil's advocate on open seas uh, side like ever since they did their you know 13 billion dollar valuation or whatever it was and they raised like half a billion dollars I, I feel like they're just moving on a different wavelength than what some of the people in these spaces are thinking they are like they're a massive company right now and they are not thinking like oh we're an nft project we need to move really fast in three days or oh we're you know magic eden at the beginning of magic eden and you know we need to you know get market share really quickly like this is uh 10 billion dollar plus probably less now since the market crashed but a multi-billion dollar company so when it comes to rolling out major product launches they don't get just like one bite of the apple and they also don't assume that version 0.1 is like the only version they're going to get so doing zoonies yeah that was a mistake like it's a project with not a lot of substance but all of this doom and gloom being like oh they messed up this one project they're not going to make it i think is way overblown on our part like the amount of money that they're missing out 
from like having one or even one week of successful launches is such an infinitesimally small part of like even 1% of their budget right now. So even using Zunis as like a soft launch just to make sure that the functionality works is pretty much all that I think that they were after. If you've ever worked for like a Fortune 500 company and you've rolled out a major project, you know that that's how these people think. So like just making sure the function was there is already a huge win for them. Like they could market the shit out of some project like four weeks from now and just like blow it out of the water, put like a million dollars into marketing and everyone will completely forget Zunis even happened. So it's like, yeah, they, could they have done better? Probably is what they were after, like what we think that they were after in this like 300 person space. Probably not. So like, I just feel like, yeah, OpenSea sucks. I rag on them all the time, but like they're moving at a different wavelength than we like in the Solana interface are. Like their horizons are a lot larger than we probably think that they are. So like they're going to get another bite of the apple. Like, yeah, they made a mistake, but I feel like, you know, OpenSea is not like OpenSea is not going to make it. Like, come back in a week, come back in two weeks, come back in three weeks. I think this will all be water under the bridge. Like, am I going to min Zunis? Probably. Uh, <laughs> do I think that OpenZ messed it up? Probably not. Like what they're doing is fine. As long as their functionality works, like think about how long it took Magic Eden to take over market share from stolen art or stuff like that. Like they're, they're yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. I, I like that you bring up the fact that they could have another acre iteration at this and really run it back do a ton of marketing, figure out a way to get forward from there. My concern, though, is like, why not just do it the first time? Like, you know, all of us Solana DGENs, if you're in tune with the market and are aware you're launching something, it's like, just plug in, figure out what all of us look at and go from there. And I think a lot of projects have been able to manage that. So it's interesting to see a massive marketplace with, I get they're doing some cuts in employment, which in turn kind of gives them more spending power, should be used for some of those efforts. I, I do like that opposite consideration, though, because you're right. In three weeks, we're probably all going to be minting whatever hype mint is on there after they realize this kind of screw up. I wanted to pass it down to uh, Wolfie. Wolf, what's going on? Not much easy. Thanks for bringing me up. I, I'm just kind of curious what the room thinks. So if you were a Web2 company or like a brand like Nickelodeon, which um, would you choose to go with for a NFT on um, OpenSea or Magic Eden? It depends on the blockchain, because like to your point too, I think ETH is still the main one. That's where we're seeing all these Web2 companies enter the space, because that's what's familiar in the majority of the people's eyes. I think a backing like an FTX that's gotten people like Steph Curry and uh, Tom Brady, Tomorrowland, all of these other projects that are huge Web2 companies, I think that's where that bridge gets crossed. I think over time, it's going to lead to which projects made more money. And that's kind of the tough part. you know. Like, Sadly, it comes down to where is the most money for a lot of these projects, not what's the best audience. So it's a tough kind of balancing act. But on that note, I want to pass it to the other lizard. Shillin, what's going on? Yeah, so getting back to uh, Cheerful's point of this not being a big deal, I believe it is a big deal. It just shows that the OpenSea is not capable of detecting like successful mints. It could have been so much easier. They could have just hired, or they could have just paid duppies to launch on their, their, their launch pad. Like that would have been the easy fix, like wait two weeks. Everyone wins in that, in my opinion, like because everyone's excited for OpenSea, everyone's excited for Duppies. But instead, I feel like they try to pinch a penny and then they try to just grab like, dude, you can't tell me that they know what they're doing now. Like that's that literally tells me your first launch and you can't like have this hype thing. Dude, they have no types of like they don't know how the Solana marketplace works is all. I think that's the most clear thing is that there's an out of touch piece of the market there. But I wanted to pass it around. So we got a bunch of hands. Manny, what's going on? 
Yeah, I just wanted to talk about us being the market, right? Like we're a small portion of the market. Like we flooded primates to zero and then they ripped to almost 40 or 30, right? Like we're not as loud of a voice as we think. But the biggest thing is, is like they set the expectations super low, right? So now if they do something ever so slightly better than this, it's going to be like, oh my God, OpenSea figured it out. They've cracked the code. They didn't even open cross-chain, right? Like nobody wants to create a phantom wallet if you're on the east side because you think you're better than everybody else. Like they're not going to do that, right? They just want to make their profit on Soul and then bridge it back to ETH. Right. So if you open up cross chain, like talk to anybody who's here about marketing and then get a project that actually does something interesting, then I think you win. But we haven't even seen the public mint go live. If this public mint gets botted completely, then we I don't know. You can't really say that they've done anything. I like the fact you brought up that it seems like they've almost set the bar so low that any deliverable now is a win for them. I think that Cheerful was also hitting on that too. Like When you look at it, a lot of us are going to just look at their next big win and just kind of run with it. I wanted to pass it over to Benny, then we'll hit Sweeper, Cheerful, and Wolf. Yeah, I just wanted to say that I feel like this hasn't been mentioned is OpenSea laid off 20% of their employees and everybody's saying hiring them and whatnot. Like, we don't know what's going on internally, but we, we do know for sure maybe they didn't research Zunis well or just aren't the market. So there needs to be some type of shift, and I hope they realize that. Um, I suggested to them earlier today, like, if you really want to make an impact in Solana spaces, like, they're hosting a space, I think, after this. Like, you got to bring people up from the community who are here contributing every day. Yeah, and I think a lot of people do are, are looking for that more. Like, we have seen success from projects that have just been hyper-plugged in and in your face a lot and just showing that they want to stick around. The tough part about Zuni is in like even the OS launchpad, it went around. You know, like I didn't see much marketing from either. There was minimal the the typical retweet giveaway stuff. But other than that, like I feel like in this down market, you almost want to just be in everyone's face and crazy marketing because you want people to feel more comfortable with it. Sweeper, what's going on? Yeah, I just wanted to touch on uh the open sea argument, like how they're a corporation, how they're going, you know, that they, they're really smart and looking forward and they're doing a lot of things that maybe we don't know. I will, you know, I will be humble and say, you know, I'm not the smartest guy and maybe someone else is here. But uh, they raise money during the, uh, like, I would say, like, basically one of the Pico Tops in the, uh, like, crypto funding market. They raised 300 mil from, uh, like, KOTU, Paradigm, I think a few others. But I they got now, like, 460 mil, and I think they probably have probably close to a bill or so in uh, capital. Maybe they've already deployed it, but I'm assuming the fees they get, they have been pretty fat lately. I would say this, that even if you have a lot of funding, you can also make missteps and uh, have issues with your, you know, riding the ship. They're on the open sea, they're the ship and they're riding there. So I would say you got to be careful thinking that they'll be able to do, you know, turn this around on Solana because it looks like Solana is going to be obviously it's number two but it's going to be the NFT ecosystem for like the everyday person like the moving forward until E2.0 comes out whenever that does but right now it's you know that's where adoption is I would say that 
we need to see a couple more launches from them before we can, you know, write it off. But I do think whoever is working with them, maybe get new people. Uh, and uh, well, it sounds like you're making that. a strong case here to protect yourself in case they do swing an offer your way. I hope oh, it yes, happens, man. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I respect it. You got You got to no, no, no. play the other side. Thirteen billion dollar company. Yes, I would. I would not have a problem working for them. But <laughs> let's see. I don't think they'll ask me. No, we got a lot of time left too. Everyone's bringing it up. It is the first. Doesn't mean it's going to be the last. Cheerful than Wolf. Cheerful. What's going on? Yeah, I just want to say, like, I I agree with what you're. You're we're not wrong, Chillin and Solana Sweeper. Like, obviously, could they have done better? Absolutely. Should they hire? You know. Everyone up on the speaker podium right now, yeah. I mean, you guys will give them great advice, I'm sure. But the thing is, like, for a company of that size, if you think about, like, banks that are underwriting IPOs, like, you don't harp on the bank because, you know, they had, like, some IPO that went south at some point. Like, we're not even regulated. They're not even regulated like banks are. Like, the point is they're playing a volume game. So should they have done better for the 100%? But the point is, like, yeah, they could have waited to hire Duppies, but between now and the Duppies Mint, they could push out like 20 Solana drops and make like 5 million extra dollars. And then, you know, Duppies comes around and they can just hire Duppies and we'll forget all about those previous 20 minutes. Like the name of the game for these marketplaces is volume. Like think about all of the times. Three weeks ago, we were all ready to abandon Magic Eden. We're like, Magic Eden sucks. Their launch pad is terrible. They get bodied. Like we're all going to go over to these other launch pads and yeah, like some other launch pads might have better functionality, but there's no doubt that magic Eden is still the King. And in those three weeks, since we all said we were going to abandon magic Eden, magic Eden's made like a zillion dollars off of trading fees and off of launch pad fees. And I think that's what, OG, yeah. like, I'm not trying to say they're all geniuses sitting behind a desk, making all the right decisions. Like all humans are fallible and yeah, maybe they didn't do the best job ever, but you know, like if you come back in, in like a month, I am, 100% positive that the OpenSea launchpad machine is going to be humming along perfectly smoothly. Like they're just after money and they're going to get it because they're going to get the volume. So, you know, do, do I still prefer Magic Eden? Sure. But there's more than enough room for two marketplaces and still until some marketplace comes over and disrupts both of them, I think that both OpenSea and Magic Eden are going to be fine. And this launch is going to be water under the bridge. I think a part of it too is going to come down to just how we look at a lot of this stuff. Like I remember when Solonart, Digitalize, and Magic Eden were all present. Solonart was the leader. And all marketplaces were not listing collections. Uh, they would basically just have discretion over it. So the thing that would happen there, we would see a lot of projects that would get listed on Solonart catch like a 2 or 3x out the gate just because they got that approval. Now it's more if, if you're getting listed, that's where the volume is. That's where people still trade off of. There is that shift. So I think it's I think it's a fact at this point, or will be a fact that we're going to see launches on both. And I I didn't even consider like the fact they haven't picked up Duppies or the time running between it. There there could be mints every day on both launch pads, and a lot of that's going to come down to which project ends up launching or which marketplace ends up launching better projects. We all had the same feeling about Hydra when Hydra was launching a project. You wanted max mints. You were buying whitelist spots. You were doing whatever you could to get those mints because they you knew they were going to do well. And I think we might start to see a dynamic there now that there's going to be competition from the two heavy hitters. It could open up that entire meta again where if one of these is launching a project that that previous experience is doing great on secondary, you're going to be more inclined to mint what they pick up. I wanted to pass it over to Wolf. Wolf, what's going on? Everyone's got such great points. Cheerful. I'm, I'm with you on a lot of what you're saying. But I, I'm also kind of 
curious about is how much do we expect launchpads and marketplaces to do marketing for these projects? Like it, I feel like that's something that the volume should be coming from these projects. Otherwise, it's only a cosign on like a slow rug. <laughs> like a lot of these things are promising things they're not going to deliver. And um, I, I just I don't know. We we got so upset when Magic Eden was um, pumping Degen Town. Like they overmarketed it, and it's clearly like not doing great. Oh, we'll get so to that I, in a minute. Don't worry. We're gonna, we're gonna cover that in a hot minute here. Okay. I, I like what you're talking about, though. It's but uh, I, that, that, that's just what my curious. Exactly. That's what I heard from all you guys complaining about uh, Degen Town getting over marketed. So if from Open Sea's perspective, I would I would just like cut it and forget it like you know what i mean like this is your first run this is a project that nobody really cares about we're gonna forget about it in two days that's all i, I think that's one thing i didn't really consider just how fast we genuinely do hold things in our memory bad experiences and good like even now all the money we've all lost on rugs from november we tend to look back on and laugh at and make jokes about it's probably the only way we cope but i think too the other thing we we were really appreciative for the hydra marketing those projects were getting 100 to 150 to 300 to 600,000 uh, twitter followers regardless how real they were everybody was talking about it that metric alone had this sense of value in it and i think we slowly started to get away from that as we saw a bunch of projects go under numbers but out the gate that marketing was almost expected. And that marketing is what got us interested until we realized that a lot of it was kind of phony. So if, if one of these marketplaces has good organic growth and that's where we see the good secondary action, they're going to get that, that market share for launch pads and become the leader, I think so at least. I wanted to pass it over to Running Man and then Sweeper before we hit a quick room reset. I mean, I was, I was on ETH in the early days and I'll lock off setting spaces a couple of times. I open see still looks the same now than it did when I started trading on ETH. I mean, I'm still. I think the jury's still out as well. Is whether it can actually cope with the volume of Solana. I mean, if you push that volume from Magic Eden onto OpenSea, would it be able to cope with the volume going through that? Because you know, we we saw Magic Eden struggle struggle that in the past, and they look like they can cope with it at the moment. Um, lock off setting spaces as well. It looks like at the moment one market's innovating, and the other one's just reacting to try and keep up. And I, I'm still unconvinced whether in the next ball run actually volume does go on to ETH blockchain. I think, um, you know, they were, they were first to market. They were first market mover in the NFT space. But um, if, you look, if you look at Solana blockchain compared to ETH blockchain, I mean, we're alive at the moment in a bear market. You know, I don't see anybody, you know, you know running ETH spaces and seeing a lot of out there. Um, I, I just think this is, this is the, in the next ball run, volume comes through Solana and not Ethereum, in my opinion. Yeah, and there could be some bias to it because we both have gone from the ETH to Soul side and found far yeah. more success here. But it, I, I think that, that because I think we both saw the merits in that a lot. What the problems was on the Ethereum in terms of gas fees, and you know, only you know, probably only the top ten percent, fifteen percent of value in NFTs actually being viable. Um, you know, any any other you know NFT below that price bracket, just not viable with the gas with, with, with gas fees. And layer two has just not been adopted. It's just not been, you know, it, it, you know, it's Solana just looks much more, much more, you know, prepared to accept this volume that's going to come on the next ball run to me. And um, that's why I moved over in the first place because I, I identified that in the early days of Ethereum, basically trading play to earn, um, you know, which requires microtransactions. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's that cheaper cost of entry in the global economy. You consider that the average person is not wealthy. The likelihood for the marketplace with the lower fees or even the blockchain with lower fees and cheaper NFTs 
is going to be the one that gets mass adoption. I think I, I bring it up a lot and we've now seen it implode, but Stepin did such a good job of this, despite the shoes being expensive down the line. It was just a massive onboarding functionality that got a lot of people into something because they, they were able to not even realize, despite any cost, that they were on a blockchain. But real quick. So yeah, uh, I think the what we got to remember is I don't think OpenSea's ever had a launch pad, so they've never really had to do this. And they're coming into the soul space. And yeah, they're coming to the soul space, and they don't really, I mean, I think ETH NFT trading and soul NFT trading is completely different animal. So I think we, we're going to see them, you know, just like any other marketplace, they're going up against Magic Eden on Soul. We'll see how they do. Um, I think that we they need a little bit of work uh, moving forward. I would just like to say it seems like I'm getting some tweets about Dejan Town from Ramo. Um, you know, when we move on to the next, it seems like about to dive saying, right into that. I'm excited, but real quick. Let's hit a room reset. Thank you for tuning in. We got another 30 minutes of Solana Made Easy. 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Thursday. Thanks for rocking with us. We got a whole lot to cover. In the meantime, hit the speakers with a quick follow, but we got a lot more to cover in the soul space. Man, let's get into it. Kirk threw out a thread today talking about how DGen Town looks like a rug. Big word to make, a big claim to toss around. I had some speculations and worries based on the lack of anything, really. The drainer link hit. I mean, I was outspoken as all hell on Mint Night about this stealth mint and three soul cost for a stealth drop and a degen mint that was claimed to be degen, especially because the meta at that time was like 0.0004269 cost mints that were like 10, 20, 30, 1,000 Xing. And this seemed like the polar opposite. I mean... It's tough for me to talk my shit because at the same time, I did buy a bunch at like five to six and sell them all over 13 and 14. So I'm grateful, but I hold none of them now and it's looking ugly. I'm curious what Sweeper may have on some of this, but looking through what Kirk was saying, it seems like an individual who was on the project, Patrick, is either no longer on the project or doxed himself, KYC, to get past the launchpad stuff. There's a lot of speculation, so I'm going to try to rotate some speakers here. I'm real curious on the entire community's thoughts on a lot of this. We already got some hands. Nugget, what's going on? So, uh, good old DJ in town. Oh, boy, have I missed talking about them. First, uh, in, I don't really know how to put this. So, Ramo, obviously, if you were to rug the project, because you already changed his profile, you changed it back to the BBs, whatever, it would put a bad name on him. I think... What's saving them and why you can't entirely consider this to be a rug is because you bought in to what they said. What they promised was that this was going to be a risky investment. They they said deliberately that their project was you're risking your money in hopes for a reward. Once everyone got the reward, everyone left and the project no longer had any relevancy. I don't know about it's more just a slow rug. They're if they disappear, that's what they buy, and that's entirely what they're going to say when people try quoting it back on him. Because I guarantee you, if people start hating on Ramo, saying that they stole his money, he's going to say, you bought into what I promised, because essentially he is right. The whole memo is, are you degen enough? It was a psychological scheme, and at one point, someone's got to lose. There's got to be one point where you, I mean, what happened, happens. You risked your money, and now you've actually lost it. Because that's just the essence of the project. It was never supposed to last forever. This was Ramo just experimenting in the Solana space. And that's all I got to say for it. I'm sorry. 
sorry, if you sell at the peak, I was saying to sell at the peak because I could just tell the project was going to crash so very soon. But if you're I don't know. Not, they played I, into the meta, man. They played into the meta with like the wag die on ETH and goblins and kind of tried their, their test of that on Soul. The resurrected art bothered the hell out of me. There was a one of one with a noose on it, and I was like, "This is this is just fucked up. Like this is not a good look." It also just looked like common ones, and we waited four days for that. So like, I have a bunch of complaints about it, and I'm sure I could go on all day. But there's more than enough hands that I think will do the job for me. What's going on, Glock? I mean, I think to call it anything short of a cash grab is just an understatement because like it's blatantly a cash grab, if not a rug at this point. I mean, there's, like, speculation on whether or not the Twitter was actually hacked and whether it was one of, like, Ramos or whoever the other advisor was. And now that we're finding out that Ramos has been telling everybody, I'm an advisor, I don't run the project, and you've got the guy that they were saying, his founder, come out and saying the complete opposite, and he's up here on spaces, like, talking and saying stuff. Like, he hopped in some spaces a couple weeks back when, like, everybody was calling it a rug still and was like, oh, I'm just the advisor, I can't tell you when I know anything, blah, blah, blah. And clearly that's not true if these DMs that are coming out are even halfway correct. And, like, I was calling this a rug from the beginning because, like, you dropped, like, a Degen men at three soul and you're going to tell me it's not a rug. And then you have these profile pictures that come out that look like they were, like, developed on, you know, Microsoft Paint in, like, 30 seconds, you know, just on a draw up. And then you do the resurrected with the, like, literal Snapchat filters or whatever they put on them. Like, there was just so many red flags in this project. And I literally had people in my replies shortly after Mint, like, when they revealed, like, because I was flaming the art and how bad it was. And they were, like, it pumped up to, like, 10 or whatever. And like, oh, see, this age, like, sour milk. And literally, they fell back down after the, like, uh, the link on Twitter. And I literally just went back and said, oh, sour milk, huh? Uh, seems like your take aged pretty well also. So, I mean, it's uh. just kind of funny watching the cycle. You know, I hate to see people get rugged, But at the end of the day, like... They like Nugget kind of said they basically asked for it. Like they bought into nothing guaranteed. No, and that was a, that was the common thing was are you degen enough? And I think that was the messaging to Nugget's point. They they laid it all out in plain text for you to to read and buy into. They also said are you degen enough to send something to a burn wallet with nothing in return? So it just seemed like a big psychological test. But I think at the same time, like the tough part for me with it all was it almost felt like they had a partnership with a magic Eden or, or a launch pad or a marketplace because of that launch from there. This would, I would have totally different vibes true. Like truly if they launched this on like their own website at the same time, would it have sold out so quickly, you know? So to me, that's, there's like a hand in hand motion of it. There are messages and tweets and just coming from a bunch of people on the team. Patrick is saying that he's been removed from the team. It's now Ramo and lurk on it. I don't even know where to start. But man, you got a bunch of people still excited to hear some takes on it. Frisk, we haven't heard from you in a minute. What's going on? You know, I've been saying it for five years, and I'll say it for ten more years. Never trust a guy named Ramo. That's all I can say, guys. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you got a lot of Ramos that you know. <laughs> I'm Middle Eastern, so it, it's it's not it's a pretty common name. Um, but yeah, uh, there's not much to say that hasn't already been said. Like I, I faded this thing from the beginning because this reason I'm still pissed that I make those flips, of course. I did not know about that the noose art. That's fucked. That's genuinely fucked up. Holy shit. I'm looking at it right now. That's disgusting. It's a one of one. It's insane. That's, that's horrible. Like, that's actually fucking... Who, who does that? That's awful. I, I, I don't even want to, like, talk about that. That's, that's in, in, incredibly insensitive. But, like, here's the thing. It, it, it's, it's, what we, it's what we go back to. A lot of this market relies on people that we trust, and we look up to those voices. And so, 
Rommel maybe has a point when he says, you know, what did you expect from a project named DJ Town? But simultaneously, when you have someone like who was a quote unquote established builder, and you have the number one magic, the number one um, marketplace pushing this and marketing this as this crazy stealth mint, it, it you instill that sort of faith in it yourself. And like, there obviously has to be more buyer accountability. But I'm not going to. But I don't think we should just all pretend like like there wasn't a lot of clear signs here for people to want to buy in they created that design they, they created that desire and i think that it, glock i think you said it calling this anything short of a cash grab is is a slap on the wrist and i i hate to say it it seems like that's what it's going to end up being it's just a slap on the wrist i just worry that like we've been talking about the open sea stuff and due time we'll pass over this forget about it and i, I just i want to hold a better standard of myself to buy into some of this stuff or just be more vocal about some of my distaste towards how it was rolled out. I wanted to pass it over to uh, Zoli. Zoli, what's going on? Then we'll hit Running Man and Benny. Yeah, all I wanted to say was with uh, with the Degen Town, I-, I saw so many red flags with that project. The fact that they didn't have a Discord, they didn't have a white paper, they didn't have a roadmap, they didn't have anything, and people were just FOMOing in. Uh, the space just shows you that it's all about FOMO, it's all about hype. And, and it's just all about, as, as, as long as there's a lot of hype out there, uh, people will mend anything. Oh, I'm one of those people. If the hype's there, dude, I'm trying. Like, I'm going to make a trade if, if a trade presents itself. It's just how I kind of operate. <laughs> What's going on, running man? Yeah, I mean, on the same, easy. Um, but we, we've tried in hype, which means that we're actually exiting <laughs> on the hype as well. Yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> there's people, you know, there's people buying these at, like, 14 sol, and, like, I'm still holding them now, like. Um, the, you, you know, my thoughts on DJ and Tarn. Um, I've made them clearing spaces since pretty much the project launched. You look at the art for a start when it launched. The only thing that actually kept this afloat was that it did look like there was some kind of relationship with Magic Eden, like there was some sort of friendship there, or you know, you, you saw the you saw them pre-mint as a, as a, as a DGEM mint actually talking with Magic Eden in Twitter, you know, across Twitter posts, like that there was there was some sort of relationship there, and um, you know, that's the only thing that really automatically stop me call it a blatant rug um you know but when they start look you know I, I thought it was fishing when i started launching pictures of saiga you know relationship with like saiga and you look at the art and you know it looks like some you know a five-year five-year-old's created it on paint um it's a lot of this very strange one to me but um i don't know something's gone wrong there for sure we all have very strong opinions and it looks like it's on the the negative side of it all i do i understand the fud thrown at magic eden don't get me wrong as a newfound Magic Eden Maxi myself, the, the thing I look at here is like, you also have to understand they got paid to market. So the yeah. level that they got from this is part of it. We talk about like OpenSea and I'm, I've just been complaining about, about OpenSea not doing any marketing. So I don't know if I really have legs to stand on to complain about a marketing from a, from a marketplace that went over and beyond. I don't know the legalities behind it. I don't know the structure of what the contract was for how much they marketed. I assume they got a bigger check because they were way more involved in direct, almost carrying it. Like I, I would have still minted, but I don't know if they would have minted out at three soul on their own website. You know what I mean? Like that would have been the interesting thing here to see how this pivots and actually gets sold and traded without being on a launch pad or anything. I mean, I, I love Magic Eden. Um, you know, we tried on it every day. I'm, you know, I'm pro, pro, pro Magic Eden. But I, I just think, you know, they do need to be careful the projects that I'm launching. I mean, you know, that, I think nobody really remembers the FUD that got thrown at them over Balloonsville, you know, and I was having all their AMAs 
you know, we've done wrong. We 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 apologise. We're going to change. And then, like you know, this obviously looked just looked like a you know looked look, look really bad from the start. I mean, it was only really, you know, that buoyancy from Magic Kid that actually kept this afloat for me. Um, from just automatically just saying, saying this is the obvious crap, cast grab out the gate. And I think there was a bunch of people who brought it up. It's just it's always tough to not have FOMO when something like that pumps to double digit soul, and then there seems to be more catalysts on the horizon. It's tough to fade from like a trading standpoint. And I know both of us started looking at it as we saw that volume pick up. So we'll see how this kind of keeps moving forward. I worry we may just pass over it in a couple of weeks now. I want to get to all the hands. We got about 15 minutes here. Benny, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I don't want to sound like an echo chamber because first Glockness, Running Man, Nugget, they've all hit it on the head here. But I think you can go further. Uh the whole promoting of three soul men and it seems like magic eden didn't necessarily do the research like if you know ramo like ramo's been involved in some sketchy projects with his prior history you got to really interrogate what he's doing not just because he has like a hundred thousand followers and whatnot and i just think you know easy you just mentioned with regards to uh marketing right i think it's a different situation here because the way that it was it, it was really gambling at the end of the day like if you're degen enough, like you'll mint this. And people were coming into these spaces saying, I, I know based on my experience with Magic what's going on. And, I, you know, since day one, I've been suspicious of this and I've been strongly against it. And I knew it would do well, like you, like you trade it, but like my morals were holding me against trading it. And also with Magic Eden, they made 2K soul off of royalties off this. We don't know the launch pad specifics. Like there's just a lot that's bad going on is a bad look and i think this is honestly i think it's worse than balloonsville because like that's a hot take but i think it's worse because they that's knew a more, red hot so, take bro they, they know no more they knew more going into this whereas balloonsville launch pad and you know there's a lot to learn whereas like now you have more responsibility honestly with like you know the market share that they have the the audience that they have and just the platform that they have and it's a very specific platform, too, that they audience frequents and uses for it. So I think that there could be more transparency on some of those things. I'm curious if we're going to start to see it. I hope for it. But I want to keep hitting some of these hands. What's going on, Weeper? All right. Yeah, I think um, – sorry for the delay there. Uh, I think with DGen Town, what we really need to start thinking is, do we want to be like ETH and the influencers there, or do we want to make Solana a little bit cleaner? That's kind of with this whole advising thing I've been talking about lately. Um, and when I, when I get accused of some weird stuff, I get a little upset. But uh, I think, you know, you got Ramo, you got Patrick, you got Clark. It seems like Patrick is getting a little scared. So he's like, I'm out, guys. I don't want to be involved. But they're all three of them are basically owners of DGen Town. It's going to be interesting to see if Matt has something. I think they probably won't do. Nothing's going to happen, but they all they have their, all their docs. So I mean, what what does the Magic Eden Launchpad like? What are they What are they going to do with that? Are they going to do anything? Is there any responsibility, or is it just like yo, know, it is what it is? I hope they don't do anything like that again with the marketing. Just remember the DJ little tiny terms and services you accepted when you went on the page, Sweeper. Oh, no, I, I totally get that. But they don't want to be that type of company. They want to be like, oh, we're the community. That type of hey, bullshit. I, 
I got my fingers crossed, bro. I know I don't have a, I don't have a whole lot of money on it. I do hope they figure out some way to, dude. Even a message, like we saw it yesterday with OK Bears, the lack of messaging is a lot more concerning. Even if they pull up and say, "Hey, we're not doing anything. This is the situation," people would feel better. It's just like they want a message. They want to hear something from the voice instead of the speculation. Even what we have now, but at the same time, the speculation's fascinating. I'm hyped for it. I love the dialogue. Nugget, what's going on? So one, Benny, that was a very hot take on the Balloonsville because I, know I was choosing not- to ignore that. Oh, well, well so plain and simple answer is that people, why people are still holding on to the project and why it even got its help in general is obviously because Ramo's behind it. But think, if the mint price was, say, instead of 3 Solana, 0.03, and they weren't on the Magic Eden launchpad and Ramo wasn't the advisor... What difference would it be from every other DJ man out there? I feel like the reason why people care so much, because any DJ man could have gotten to this exact same position, but from a lower mint and not as much publicity because they had Rama behind it. I don't know why you're laughing. Gothic DJs did it, and I love them. But people wouldn't care. I mean, honestly, I think it's something that you you guys just have to let go. Not, I mean, not like we don't talk about it, but I mean people who are uh, buying on the secondary – Honestly, I understand Rama was the advisor. He's not on the team, so he's not going to save your money. This made the owners a lot of money. I mean, they experimented. They did what they did. I would just, if you're still holding on, just sell as of now before it gets worse and you see that, like, 0.01 and it's truly a DJ play. But besides that, that's probably the final thing I say on D-Town. Yeah, and I'm sure the conversations are going to slowly shift away from that here. Uh, we do move very quickly. It seems like this is already getting kind of addressed. Uh, I did want to clarify something, too. It looks like Patrick was let go, fired after escrow. He didn't leave on his own choice. Shout out Kirk for sharing that. Just wanted to provide some clarity on it. Wanted to pass it down to Manny. Manny, what's going on? I just wanted to say that their ability to capture attention is one of the best things that I've ever seen come out of a project. Right? And that's what they want. There's no such thing as bad press. And that's impressive, right? Because they do this push-pull every single time that they're like, no, it's not a rug. Oh, yeah, it is a rug. No, it is a rug. No, it isn't a rug. And that just causes secondary volume for them to do that. And, I mean, if I look at the Habibis collection, they have 347 owners. Like, it's super easy to control a floor like that, right? Like, they're playing the game. We're playing the game that they want us to play is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we're talking about it. It's free press, free marketing. All press is good press when you look at it that way. They're getting volume too. Hello Moon tweeted out, looks like everyone's buying when they were sub four. Shit, maybe this is all a publicity stunt. Maybe they just really rallied it up from a, a PSYOP standpoint. We see this pump again as part of the whole D-Gen thing, but I'm not going to count my horses there. I'm not going to put a bet in that race. I'm all set. Zoli, what's happening? The main question I have for everyone in the like all the speakers is, if this wasn't a three-soul mint and it was actually a typical degen mint, so it was a sub-one-soul mint, would you guys be talking about this right now? Nope. I can answer that for you. Very unlikely. If this was sub-0.1, I think that's, that's the belief is that those are going to zero. They also cost... At the time that launched, when you look at the degen mints, they're about $3. Slightly different price variation there. I'm a little bit more comfortable burning $3 than 100 and I don't know about the other speakers. But that was just kind of the psychology from my standpoint. It was like the price point really bothered me when it was like degen mint meta. So I think a lot of the factors that played into that are still kind of weighing on us because we haven't gotten over it. And at least I haven't for sure. 
I think it's had the, 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 the mint was free sold, but there was like you know a ton and ton of people that didn't actually get in at free sold because that you know it was absolutely botted to buy Evan like oh, it. got botted to oblivion. The entry was actually six sold. <laughs> felt like secondary mainly, um, if I remember rightly. Yeah, it went four to eight in that range for a bit before finally breaking out higher when they announced that burn piece. Yeah, for sure. Glockness, what's going on? Um, I kind of want to go back to what Benny said. Like, obviously, we're still all using Magic Eden to liquidate our illiquid JPEGs, but at the end of the day, like, they've never given like an appropriate response to how they marketed this and promoted it. Like, like after Balloonsville, they said, "Hey, we're going to make sure we take security measures and make sure people are doxing to us and all this stuff." And then they use Patrick as a front man to dox to him. We don't know if they actually have Ramos dox or not. I don't think, unless somebody wants to correct me. But, like, this could almost be worse than Balloonsville, like Benny said. Like, I'm not, like, there's an argument there to be made. Like, they're going to get played on this, and they even marketed for them. Unlike Balloonsville, where, like, Balloonsville did their own marketing. So I think it's a little bit of a touchy situation there. And, like I said, they haven't really given a response because they were like, hey, the floor price is up. We don't really need to give a response. You know, people are making money what i said they were going to do initially the floor of a response because they're just gonna be like people made money who cares and that's all that matters and pe they thought oh if people are making money on this nobody's going to talk about it anyways even if it rugs and here we are you know a month later and it's rugging and people are still talking about it like so i'm curious to see what they're going to say because for them to do this and basically put a tainted project into the ecosystem when they could have prevented it and to do it in a way that they did it I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like it was a super toxic project all around. And I feel like if, if it would have picked up more steam, we could have seen it turn into a meta that could have got a lot of people burned. People are still going to get burned, sadly. I know the people who bought my bags can't be happy. I'm happy. I don't know about them on this situation. Shark, what's happening? What's up, Easy? Yeah, my take on this is I never got involved trading at, uh, at all. I think this is like going to be a lot of people's first lesson into what do your own research actually means. Like, yeah, Magic Eden promotes it, but why did you invest in it in the beginning? There was no, there was nothing released, no information. You weren't investing, you were, you were gambling in this. And unfortunately, you know, it's a gamble. Sometimes it doesn't work out. But like, if anything, this should be stick with quality, stick with known founders. I know Ramo, you know, there was very, very little information to make any type of educated decision to mint this. And this is the reality of what happens after you, you mint something like that. So thankfully, you know, it wasn't six or seven soul mint. And I think like it's a super valuable lesson uh, for a lot of people out here. But that's just kind of my take. And I wasn't involved with it. So I don't really have it. too many emotions. I just kind of looked at the whole thing with, uh, you know, a shrug. Like, what the fuck is all this stuff going on? Like, who's doing this? And yeah, I mean, Balloonsville is a good uh, kind of analogy to a certain respect where, you know, Magic Eden did it. They tried to fix it, but yeah, at the end of the day, like this is this was a gamble. No one was doing this to invest in a project. No, and I, I think the tougher part is like the hope that there's still more to it for a lot of people, and that's kind of why we're still having a lot of this conversation. I wanted to pass it over to Running Man and then hit Paladin before we kind of open it up for just a couple minutes. We're gonna wrap it right around six fifteen today. Running Man, what's happening? What why I think why Bloomsville had the impact that it did over this is because Bloomsville just completely flatlined the price, you know, from an instant rug. It was like a hard, hard rug at the at that current floor. Whereas Bro, real quick, that price <laughs> section I woke up at seven the morning of the rug. This shit was at like a six soul floor, had pumped like straight from two and a half, three, yeah. was cruising. I was like, oh, 30 more minutes, I'll wake up, wake go to my computer, floor them, deal with it later. 
fall back asleep, get a phone call. Dude, they rugged. I've never yeah. woken up so fast and seen something sub 0.3 in my life. Yeah, we, I was in the Discord at the time, you know, and it was like a hard, hard rug. And, you know, that's why I think it had the reaction that it did. Um, this is a rug, and it's just going to trick, you know, and I think people have worked out that actually, I mean, they didn't have a Discord to delete because they haven't got a Discord, basically. So if we don't, if we don't make one in the first place, maybe, you know, we can't delete it. Um, it might be the thinking. But, yeah, I mean, Century was another bad one. That was 20 sold down. I mean, Century rubbed twice, 20 sold down to zero, and then um, 20 sold down to zero again. Like, um, It's just, I just wanted to reiterate what I've been saying in space. Is that anybody coming into this space is to... Take profits when you've got the chance. And also, you know, don't believe that everything's just going to keep on running and running and running, right? And learn to trade NFTs if you want to be here for the long term. Um, is what Take profit, Maxis. Live to see another to see another day. That's what I'm talking about. Paladin, what's happening? Yeah, I'm out here sipping some monster energy. I wanted to come up here to tell a story about how things used to be on Solana. Yes, please. Where- where there was this, so this is Solana made easy. So I can proudly say that Ethereum sucks balls. Like if you're Ethereum Maxi, you suck balls. Many, 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 many hundreds of years ago, in uh, I think October, November, there was this project called Goblin Laboratory, which was like a free oh solvent at like 200 sol. <laughs> and there was the same logic used as with Dijon Town. Everyone's like, Yo, this guy, he has so many projects on Ethereum. There's such a high floor price. Oh, my God. Surely, if I mean an Ethereum guy's project on Solana, I'm going to make money. And guess what happened? Everyone was juicing it. Everyone was hyped. I faded it like a fucking gigachad. Everyone minted it. And in less than 30 seconds, it went under mint. And he himself minted it too. So that's a big deal. I did, bro. Yeah. I took a fat so, L. Paladin, do you remember they would throw out an announcement at everyone and then you'd have to sprint there and just yeah, start making noises? You'd have to bark. You'd go like, woof, woof, woof. <laughs> fucking text chat and that was so <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, so fucked. Easy, I'm that DJ. When, um, when, when Goblin Town launched on Ethereum, I actually was convinced that these guys could be behind it. And actually, like, when, Bro, when you kidding. DM me and we went on like a <laughs> rabbit hole. Like, wait, is it the same people? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I managed to. I managed to actually. I managed to get out of that. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, because people thought the same. History repeats themselves. Three, these <laughs> yeah. three soul mints, ten k supplies, making you just play into the meta. And this is what happens. Goblin Town sub one. I I'm worried. Dijon Town might be going the same way. I want to let Shark wrap it up here before we wrap up the show. But Shark, what's happening? Hey, nothing. I was just following up here, and I, I would say that. There is somewhat of a tell or an inference to make that uh, Magic Eden has been silent, to, to my knowledge at least, regarding this. So I, I would explain more stuff to come. And uh, I, I might actually just pick a few up here as far as its upside. But uh, yeah, I, I think it, it, the, the Saga relationship would be super irresponsible Magic Eden to tease that if it wasn't uh, something material. But uh, yeah, I would say there, there's more than likely more news than, than not, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I like the opposite side of the coin there. I, I don't think you're too far off on some of that. It's uh, it's an interesting take when we're seeing a lot of buy pressure on something like Hello Moon from a lot of the smart money and what they consider social buying, and a ton of it's now flowing in. It's one of those buy the fear things. Maybe we're here, maybe we're all getting tested how degen we really are. But hey, 
We'll find out. We'll keep the conversations going. Appreciate you all for tuning in to Solana Made Easy. Hit the followers with a follow, or hit all the speakers with a follow. Shout out all the lovely speakers talking today. We covered a ton of dope stuff. We're back tomorrow to wrap up the week, 5 p.m. Eastern time. I'll catch you then.